0: I yeah, yeah. Woo! Wow Wow whoa, Bosses only hang with bosses. Bosses never take a loss. Boss steady doing numbers. Woo. They say my back against the wall. Well, hey. I'm 10 toes deep, and I'm still standing tall. Way, way, way up. These haters get their way up Nada. Never gonna take a loss Blessed day to be a boss Oh,
1: oh They say my chip. Oh, yes, so, sir We are back in the building what up yes sir seattle yeah. all right we're just gonna go around the <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> we we about to do all for these things it's just gotta sound good man like you can't wisconsin like right, nah. yeah like it's too long like it, it don't roll off the same nah. like yeah, it don't really hit so I'm, I'm probably gonna skip a couple of states but we're gonna make it like idaho you you up next nah you up you up next Next week, I, I got you. I have never met a person from Idaho. <laughs> Me either. I don't even know where it is. <laughs> All right, come on, man. Don't you, don't, you don't know geography, <laughs> nope. dog? Oh. Nope. <laughs> My bad. Nope. Idaho is a state that I do not care for. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Out of My League Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, we are here to give you the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and news, news, news.
0: What up, man? Yeah, man. Uh, it's a good week. NBA basketball. Good week. It's NFL combine this week. Yep. A lot of stuff going on. We do. We have a lot of stuff
1: going on. The franchise tag deadline mm-hmm. is creeping up on us. I think it's the 18th, yep. if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, it's creeping up the on eighth. us a little bit. Oh, 8th. Martha 8th. Okay, okay. 8th. Yeah. I don't know why I thought it was the 18th. Yeah, 8th. So Devontae Adams, you got about a week. <laughs> you got about a week. I'm pretty sure they're going to do it. hope they don't. Yeah, <laughs> But we'll, we'll see how that goes, obviously. And we'll see depending on where Aaron Rodgers is, mm-hmm. what's going to happen. I'm assuming that they will franchise tag him
0: if they can't come to a long term. Yeah,
1: if they can't come to a long term deal in the meantime, at least until they can get something in stone. But how's your weekend, man?
0: It was solid, man. It was really solid. You know what I mean? Get, you know, got got myself, you know, together, you know.
1: There you go. There you go. My weekend was good. Had some chicken wings. That's always a good time. (laughs) Facts. Watched a lot of basketball. And we are just one week away from Champ Week. Yeah. College basketball. March Madness. It was a mad weekend of college basketball, too. Top six teams. Seven. Yeah, top seven teams. All took L's.
0: All took (laughs) L's.
1: That is not a good look. Good Lord. That just means the tournament is going to be nuts, man. (laughs) I cannot wait. Carolina has a big game this weekend against Duke. Don't expect us to win in Coach K's last game in
0: the dome. Yeah, that one that one might be ugly. Yeah, it might, it might get ugly for us. Yeah, it might it might get ugly. <laughs> it for might us. get ugly.
1: I also read that the regular season ticket for that game is supposed to be the highest ever yeah. in collegiate history because everybody's going to be at Coach K's right. last game, obviously in Cameron. So that should be good. But we are starting in the NBA, man. Second half of the season underway. Suns dropped two or three. Mm-hmm. I know you're not worried because the Warriors also lost, giving up a 23 point lead to the Mavs. Yeah. Shout out to Luca. Good Lord. And we're back to six games. Yeah, and (laughs) and just like that, the six-game lead intact. (laughs) Intact and stronger than ever. So, yeah. But I want to start in the East, man. KD set to finally make that return this week in Brooklyn. Also, the restrictions for the mask mandate are being lifted. Uh, In Brooklyn. Or maybe lifted in in Brooklyn. In New York, excuse me. But Kyrie Irving is still... Probably not gonna be allowed to play home games for a while because the mayor said that would send the wrong message.
0: Yeah, we're just waiting on if they're going to approve that or not. So there's nothing concrete about lifting yep. the mask mandate yet in New York, but you know, it's something that's being discussed right
1: now. Yeah, it's being discussed. And also that statement was from the mayor yeah. of uh Brooklyn right. or whatever saying that he he can't just see, you know, let Kyrie come back and play, which I don't really understand because if you're on the away team and you're not vaccinated, you, you can still play. It's crazy. So I, yeah, I, I, don't I, I don't. I don't get it. But what do you think the state of the Nets is right now? Who just got
0: blown out last night by the Raptors? <clears throat> I mean, they just need to get healthy. Um, they still can't play all their starters. Nope. Ben Simmons has a back issue. Has. Uh, the mental health going on. You got Kyrie can only play away games. KD is just now getting back. He'll be back uh, this week, I believe. Yep, I think they Saturday. said Saturday. Aiming for this weekend, if not this weekend, next week. Yeah. So you know they're they're slowly trying to get together, but if that New York rule doesn't change soon, like mm-hmm. I'm talking about by the playoffs, that's gonna get really interesting. <laughs> they need that. They need that change by the end of the month,
1: and yeah. they they also need Kyrie. You know, playing in the home games by the end of the month because just because that rule may change, like we said, um, the mayor is still saying that Kyrie probably won't be able to Mm -hmm. play until they can kind of get an agreement down pat. So that might take a little bit more time than expected, even after the rule has you know changed. So that that's going to be interesting. But yeah, I feel like the Nets are in a little bit of trouble right now. Um, They're fighting right now in the play-in game per se, the play-in game range. So. They need to win some games, obviously, yeah. to, you know, avoid being kicked out of the ninth or 10th seed. Like, they're, they're really struggling right now. they're in the 8th seed right now, right? Yeah. 8th yeah. seed, only a half game up with the ninth it's seed. Ridiculous. It, it, it's Yeah, it's, it's not really, you know, the best look right now. You do have KD coming back to save the day, but your schedule's not getting any easier. Right. You play the Sixers this weekend, um, hence why I don't see Ben Simmons coming back. He definitely not playing he, that game. he definitely does not want to go to Philly. For that game, that game's going to be wild. By the way,
0: that game—that's that no, on March ten. That game is going to be rocking. so next week.
1: That game is March this, March ten. Is
0: it this Saturday? No, it's March ten. Sure, yeah, I'm positive. It's March ten. Hmm. Interesting. Next week, I thought
1: they played play back to. I thought they played back to back. then. Why? Who did they play this Saturday? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't remember. I really thought that game was actually this Saturday.
0: I think they played the Lakers this Saturday, or is it the Warriors? Warriors play the Lakers this Saturday.
1: That I do know. So maybe of. Did it's the, the Bucks. Did, did, the, did the promo for that?
0: So maybe it's the Bucks and Nets because the Sixers and the Nets play in Philly on March 10th. I know that for a fact.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, that's the game that that's the game that's on everybody's. Okay, calendar. that's next week. Yeah, yeah, that's the game that's on everybody's calendar then because everybody wants to see one. You know, the KD versus Harden mm. and Kyrie going to yep. be there. So you know, the, the the swapping of players, but Ben Simmons. Is probably not going to be there, playing. which is what everybody really wanted to see because I wanted to see those boos yeah. coming in. I mean, he's still going to get them because he's going to be on bench, but he's just not going to be. I don't think there. he shows up. <laughs> no, I, He's showing up. I don't think. He, I don't think he shows up for the game at all. <laughs> like they're going to boo him out of the stadium. <laughs> they're they're getting him out of the paint. Seventy yeah. sixers play the Heat this weekend. That's what it is. Yeah, 76ers play the Heat this Saturday. That's going to be a good game too. Mm-hmm. He also handled the Bulls last night which I thought was really good, held DeMar DeRozan under 20 points. Um, big step up for the Heat. How are you feeling about that Heat team?
0: Like I said from the beginning, they're just a really good defensive team. And, you know, when they go on a run, it's really, really hard to stop that team. Defensively, I mean, we, we know how uh, Miami Heat team is built, right? Like defensively, they're always stopped, They're always really, really good. Uh, physically, they're, they're always um, willing to go ahead and lock your best player down. Yep. This is a team that play all basketball, like, when all their horses are there, like, they're going to be a problem trying to go and win, win a game in Miami. Like, they're just a tough, physically willing team, and, I, you know, it's going to be tough. Yeah, their defense
1: is really good, and especially in the playoffs, that's going to come in handy. I do still think that, you know, I have my concerns as far as offensively, can they score enough points to compete with the teams that can score at an alarming clip, the Bucks, the yeah. Sixers, the Nets. And even I thought that I thought the Bulls could score at an alarming clip. But after seeing that game yesterday and how, you know, handle they have and the Bulls still need to get healthy, obviously. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like the Heat are actually in a better position than I thought. I still don't believe that they can compete with the Bucks or the Nets yeah. or the Sixers if, if everyone's healthy
0: see everyone's I, healthy I think they can beat the Bulls in the playoffs I just don't think they can beat the Sixers and, and no or that's that yeah and,
1: and that's the thing I like at first I was saying that I feel like the Bulls can beat them in a seven game series now I don't know no I don't think like the Bulls now, Bulls yeah I'm not gonna lie now <laughs> I don't know like I really thought I really was high on the Bulls I still am high on them but that was definitely an eye-opener for me yesterday and I do think they still need to get healthy but they have to, you know, get more from just DeRozan. You right. can't rely on DeRozan to li- literally carry you yeah. through the game when you have a Zach Levine, Bucci main. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna get Lonzo back to facilitate, yeah. obviously. You're gonna get Caruso back. You're gonna get those guys back. But yeah, you still need to have someone, somebody else, be consistent. Right. And Levine needs to be that guy.
0: Yeah, I mean, because you talk about Lonzo and, and Caruso, those aren't exactly yeah, scorers, scorers yeah, right? They're going right. to play defense. Yeah, they're, and they're good going, defenders. Right, yeah, and they're, they're going to give you the ball. Like yeah, They're really good passers, take, right? Yep. I just, with the Bulls, not not enough experience for me. I mean, DeRozan obviously has playoff experience mm-hmm. with his time in Toronto, yep. but that team is really, really young. They also have a young coach. Billy Donovan yep. is a, a younger NBA coach. I think this is his fourth year in the NBA. This is a team that... Yeah, because he was with OKC first, yeah. and then he came he over was, with the Bulls. He was OKC. So you know, this is this is a team that it has a lot of younger, you know, it has a younger vibe to it. A lot of guys that's been in the league but haven't been play- playoff experience, right? So it's you know, other than DeRozan, so we're gonna see. I think this is a team that they're going to struggle when they're on the road, specifically when you play a really really good defensive team like a Milwaukee, yep, like a, a Miami, like teams like that are really gonna be tough. Yeah, like, I, I don't
1: really have them in my top three. They are they they're my four right now. They they will be my fourth right now. But uh, we'll see. Like, it, it's going to be really close between them and the Heat. Mm. And I also want to see what the uh, Celtics are going to do. Celtics have been really hot. Yes. Really hot as of late. I want to say they've won the last 10 of 11 or 9 of 10. Yep. They've been really, really hot lately. They have the Hawks, if I'm not mistaken, today. That's going to be a solid game. Really good game. want to see what the Hawks are going to do, too, like once they get healthy as well. So it's going to be interesting. The East is definitely going to shake up to be something very special to watch. Without com- question. Come postseason. Let's jump to the West. The Lakers, LeBron James, Russ, they got absolutely rinsed by the Pelicans. The New Orleans Pelicans. Destroyed them. They got totaled. Question for you, is LeBron James still a top five player in the NBA? Of course he is. As a top five player, are you expected to lead your team to the postseason? You are absolutely right. Okay. <laughs> are they going to the playoffs? <laughs> I
0: don't know. <laughs> I'm having a hard time seeing them get out to play in I don't, I don't. I don't think they make it. I, it this team it, is so bad.
1: If they had to play the Timberwolves... I don't know if they make it. Or the Pelicans again. If they have to play the Pelicans, I don't know if they make it. The Pelicans. Or the Clippers. Like, And the Clippers don't have PG or Kawhi. They still
0: rinse them every time. Yeah, if
1: they have to play the Clippers. I think they have a better chance of beating the Clippers than they do the nah. Pelicans. I think, they, I think the they're losing it.
0: I think they're losing against both the Timberwolves and the Pelicans. I mean, the Timberwolves and the Clippers. I think the Pelicans, you can you can win them. I feel like, I feel like the
1: Pelicans, like with the addition of C.J. McCullough, and Ingram, like they, they have like a nice little tandem back there. They got LA out the paint. Yes, they, yes, they, they did. Like they, yeah, they got LA at the paint. So I mean, I think that's going to be tough. But you're still considering him top five player. I am too. And as a top five player, I feel like you're expected. to carry your team to the playoffs. I don't care if you're in your 19th season, and that's nothing yeah, against LeBron James. Yeah. I'm not saying he's playing bad basketball. He's playing he great. He's playing he He's playing good basketball. But he's
0: also turned the ball over more he, than he has oh, in his career. Oh, no,
1: for sure. He, he Him and Russ combined, I want to say, for 16 turnovers yes. in that game alone. That's not going to get Look, it done.
0: LeBron is putting up. Still good numbers, thirty points, yep. you know, five, six assists or what have you. But he's still turning the ball over this year. Probably be more than he has the past five to six years. The Lakers just look disengaged to me. Yeah,
1: I feel like they are really just out there playing just to play to the end of the season. They've already literally said one, they checked two, out. Three. They They're said done. one two three Cancun a long time ago. To me. I knew I knew and
0: when DeAndre Jordan threw that uh, the Hail Mary <laughs> pass out of bounds. I Hail knew it was Mary. over. <laughs> Like I mean, I just
1: just think that, yeah, I really just think that they don't care. I don't think LeBron necessarily cares about this season. I think he's kind of packed it in. I think he just wants to get his numbers, get closer to that scoring title. Yeah. I really don't think that he thinks that they can win a ring this year. Like he's actually said that we're not on the level of these Mm -hmm. other teams. Like he's came out and said that when they played the bucks, he said, we're not on the level of a Milwaukee team. And he understands that. And I feel like he's just playing and it, it's kind of sad to watch because I mean, as a Laker fan, I want to see my team compete. I don't think they're even competing. They're like, not. Like they look so disengaged. No team chemistry. People just looking for fouls the whole time. Not getting back on defense at all. Like careless turnovers. Not even no. You know, yelling on the sidelines. Yeah. They're arguing with fans more yeah. than they're arguing with their own teammates and trying to get their teammates in order. It's 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 sad to watch. It's man. it's
0: even it's even more sad because this is. A product of LeBron and AD. This is the team they wanted. Yeah, that and <laughs> that's
1: what makes it so bad. Like, I can't, you know, be on LeBron's side being mad that you know Vogel and the rest of the management didn't make moves when you built this team. Exactly. This is who this, you wanted. This is who you wanted. Now that it's not working out, like, <laughs> this is this is what you asked exactly. for. Exactly. And you know, you kind of need to take some of the blame for that. And I get it. Um, it's hard. Like, you are mm-hmm. in your your 19th season, and you know. You, you don't have the same knees and all that, like, yeah. but you're LeBron James still. If Do you still have that cachet? Like, are you, are, are you planning on taking a step back? Like, what are we really doing here? Because, honestly, if you're ready to pack it in, you might as well just preserve yourself yeah. and stay healthy for next season. Like, I, I don't see them doing anything this season, making any noise. Nope. With AD coming back, they can potentially, you know st- – Get into the playoffs. They are losing with AD. Look at me. I think they can get to the playoffs with AD. But look yeah. who you're gonna have to play. If you have to play Phoenix, it's curtains. Yeah. Or um, Golden State. Either yeah. One. If, you, if you have to play Golden State, it's curtains. I think you can beat the Jazz because the Jazz in the playoffs right. are the Jazz right. in the playoffs. Right. Right. <laughs> like the Jazz in the playoffs are the Jazz. But in the if you playoffs. gotta
0: play the Suns, the
1: Warriors, or even the Memphis Grizzlies, I think you, they are getting you out of the paint. Yeah, I think Memphis is probably getting them out of the paint too. Even though Memphis is a young team yeah. as well, they are moving. And speaking of the Grizzlies, John Morant. Yes, sir. <laughs> that dude is playing NBA jam. <laughs> that dude playing NBA jam on the court. He got all the bars. <laughs> oh my god. He got he got game breakers. Yeah. He, he playing streets. Like he's playing any and everything out yeah. there. Yo, John Morant is insane. Yeah, he is. He has the athleticism of Westbrook, the control of D Rose, <laughs> the
0: explosiveness of both. And then court vision. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, man. Like, this dude, I mean, you saw the court vision and be, being able to attack the basket when he was in college, but he's added so much to his game since he's been in the league. He's improving rapidly. And, you know, it's going to be really, really tough for a lot of teams to stay in front of him to stop that Memphis team that's consistently growing. Like, the team is so young still. These boys, they, they let them go for a little bit because you think about it, in a couple of years, Steph is getting older already. You got the sons, Chris Paul, Who? how many years does he have left? Like. Right this may be the team to beat in the next couple years. So right. we'll see.
1: He just put up his first 50-point game, had yeah. 52 points. I think that's the most in Grizzlies history, if I'm not mistaken. I think so, yeah. Yeah, highest in Grizzlies history, which is very, very impressive for a dude in his third season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in his third season. That is uh – That's something to behold, man. Like, is John Morant your MVP right now? No, it's Joel Embiid. Still Joel Embiid? (laughs) It it is Joel Embiid, the man that just had 37 points. a double-double on Sunday. Yeah, still still Joel Embiid, who also has a new teammate in James Harden, and is early, so we have a small sample
0: size. But how do you think they look right now, Harden and Embiid? Man, these dudes look scary. It is so tough as a defender. What do you do? Because you don't. You just don't do anything. (laughs) James Harden can destroy you driving the ball. He'll do that step back three he in your the, he mouth. got the be- best step back ever. And then if he's driving, who do you pick in the pick and roll? Because Joe is going to destroy you. He can either pick and pop or he can pick and roll. And then James Harden going to hit a step back or a floater. Like, what do you do? Tyrese Maxey's even getting his. Cooking. Off of what they're doing. Yeah. That two-man game. Like, yeah. This is a scary team in Philly. If they can stay healthy, A, and defensively, if they can really come alive and start stopping people, This team is going to be a problem in the postseason. I'm not going to jump the gun and say they're the best team in the East yet.
1: I'm not going to jump the gun yet just because – I've seen Harden do this now. I feel like anytime he switches teams, he automatically loses 10 pounds and he gets a triple double the first two games. He got the best. He he gets a triple double the the first two games. I I think Perk said on the broadcast, he needs James Harden's workout plan. (laughs) Dietitian. Yeah. Harden get to a new city and he a whole new person. (laughs) He's slim now. (laughs) He had a body bag. He's slim now, but nah, man, Harden, Harden looks good. I think the duo looks good. I think Health is the biggest concern because Embiid's obviously had, you know, yeah. a postseason history of health problems. And then Harden coming up in the postseason. Always short. Uh, yeah, always, always tends to fall just a little short, even though he balled out uh, before getting hurt last mm-hmm. year. And he even balled out in Houston the one year, but he just couldn't get over the hunt when Chris Paul went down. So, I mean, we're going to see. But, yeah, I think that they're up there in the Eastern Conference. I think they're at least two. i, th- I I'll give them two right now. Okay. I think if everyone's healthy, I'm, I'm still going to take the Nets. Um, for right now. Yeah. But I think
0: that. The Nets and Milwaukee are still, I think they're the top.
1: Milwaukee right now, Um, they, Milwa- I, I still think the Bucks have it in them. But Milwaukee, as of late, hasn't been showing me the sense of urgency that I've been looking for from them. Yeah. Usually off losses, they come back and they obliterate teams. And last night, they actually had a great game against the Hornets. Started out slow, but they took care of business. But I feel like they kind of need to wake up and get that sense of urgency back. Yeah. Uh, and get ready to defend the title in the playoffs because that's what it's going to come down to. And I think Giannis is definitely up for the challenge. I, I just don't think that, that team has actually flipped the switch yet. Yeah. So we'll see what's going to happen in the postseason. But, I mean, I'm excited, man. Like, I'm ex- I'm excited. Obviously, we have a lot to look forward to in the coming weeks. So we'll keep you all posted as it gets closer and closer to the playoff race. Some NFL news, man. Collar Agents Murray posting a long message on... Instagram regarding Kyler's contract situation and commitment to the team. Weird timing from the whole thing, on my end at least, is what I think. But Kyler highlighted that he definitely wants to win a Super Bowl, he wants a long term contract, and he's committed to the team. How do you feel about all this?
0: It's weird. Uh, I don't think we've seen anything like this happen. This early too, especially um, from a quarterback who is still on his rookie deal. Yeah. So, that But I, I mean... This, this wouldn't be the first time a quarterback got paid after his third year. I mean, it's No, just, yeah, yeah.
1: It, I'm, it's not that. It's it's just the fact that he came out like this.
0: Yeah, it's weird. And did it. It's really weird. Um, there's obviously a rift between him and the organization. I'm sure that their general manager and head coach, I think they're talking either today at the combine or tomorrow at the combine. Okay. So we'll see how they respond to Ooh. that. But this is a situation that, I mean, it's, it's just not good. It goes This goes all the way back into two years ago when Kyler Murray wanted the Cardinals to draft C.D. Lamb, his college teammate, at Oklahoma. Yep. And the Cardinals took a linebacker um, in the first round, I think the top 10, uh, when they could have had C.D. Lamb with a DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. So this is a situation where clearly the player and the organization aren't on the same page. And the relationship is weird because Kyler and uh Cliff Kingsbury the head coach have the same agent so Cliff can't come out against Kyler, yeah and Kyler, Kyler can't, can't come, come out against Cliff. Cliff so that's why it's odd this right. is a situation between the player and the general manager Steve yep. Kahn
1: yep there's going to be an interesting dynamic do you think that Kyler is actually worthy you know of a like you know top tier franchise QB money right now in the NFL no me either <laughs> Me either. I'm glad. No, I'm glad we're on the same page. If I'm looking at it, the Cardinals, yes, they they up their win total from his first season to his second season. But if you look at college stats year in and year out, these first three years, he hasn't drastically improved. Yeah. Like his touchdowns, the interceptions, his yards, he's had around three thousand yards each time. Um, he's had around you know almost around ten interceptions each time. I'm not seeing like a huge, huge leap in a team that was. Literally, what started out ten and zero mm-hmm. per se, had probably the biggest collapse on the second half of the season yeah. in the NFL this past season. Yeah, and they they got absolutely punished in the playoffs by the Rams. Yeah. And all we seen was a lot of finger pointing. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanting to take blame. Nobody really wanted to step up. And I get it, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, went down and yeah. that was a huge blow. But I'm not necessarily seeing the leadership. That's that, I, that I look for in a quarterback to lead the team, to lead the yeah. locker room. That's what I'm not and seeing. And I think
0: this goes on both sides, right? Like, you're not getting leadership right now from Kyler. You really haven't got leadership from Kyler since he's been in the league. And the, the opposite is the general manager, Steve Kahn. This is not the first time a player has had issues with him. Like, this is not – I mean, I, I talked about I think, last week on the pod about the Honey Badger. You have Patrick Peterson. Guys like that, even Chandler Jones this past yeah. year, they're having issues getting money from this guy. And yep. I don't understand what the problem is when you have elite players that really just want the money. Like, just, you know, give you guys money. Like, he cut Tyron Matthew to sign Sam Bradford. Like, this is <laughs> the same guy that did that. And this is a situation where yeah. cutting Tyron, <laughs> cutting the honey badger
1: for Sam, the finesser. <laughs> I told you, man, Sam is in my top three finesses in NFL. No history. doubt, See, He's top three. Kirk, Kirk Cousins is up there, too. Yeah. Like Kirk Cousins. I think he got the first fully guaranteed contract in yep. the NFL. Ever. So, yeah. With 84 million. I was like, bro, what are y'all seeing in this guy? Sam Bradford would come back and play two games and ball out. Get a huge contract and, and you'll never see him again. Yeah, then miss the season. Take the season off, dude. Biggest finesser ever, man. Like his jersey should be in the Raptors for that alone. Facts for for stealing money alone. But
0: yeah, go ahead. Now this is just a situation that both sides need to grow up. I think you know the Cardinals need to walk away from Steve Kim, and I think Kyler oh wow, Murray, and I think Kyler Murray needs to. Um, I think he just needs to play on a fifth year option. Like you know, show us what you can do within your contract and I'm sure when the time is right they will give you their money but you have not shown that you can be the leader of this team moving forward obviously you're not going nowhere so you might as well just play it out and get paid like that's all you're going to do
1: yeah I mean I just feel like you need a ball out like I feel like you need a ball out and like I get it you go to the Pro Bowl but everybody goes to the Pro Bowl nowadays Mac Jones went to the Pro Bowl exactly like like, so (laughs) it's like I just feel like you you have to show a little more you have to become a leader and you have to show that you can actually handle Manage the locker room and you know, run the locker room. Like be that guy that you know the players are gonna, like that you're gonna galvanize the troops yeah. or per se and like just be that guy in the locker room. And I, I want to ask you about another contract situation that I find is interesting. Lamar Jackson's contract coming up. Yeah, Lamar Jackson does not have an agent. Right. How do you think that's gonna work as far as him looking for big money? I would
0: be assuming. Yeah, I mean this isn't the first time a. A player has negotiated their own deal. We saw Richard Sherman and others do it in the past. What I mean, basically what it does is you look at what a Josh Allen got and you start there. That's where you start. That's your starting point. You look at the ins and outs of the the contract. I'm sure he has a lawyer that's at least going to get him to the ballpark of what that contract entails as far as guarantees and escalators and all those kinds of things. But I think, you know, I I don't think that the Ravens are going to do him dirty. I I think they're really going to give him – a good contract, and mm-hmm. I think they're going to guarantee a high percentage of that contract because you think about it, the Ravens aren't going anywhere without Lamar Jackson. You're right. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> so... Right.
1: They wouldn't have won five games without Lamar
0: Former league MVP, like Lamar has been nothing but great to that organization since he's been the starter. Yep. He's won plenty of games. The playoffs is a different story because I think he only has one playoff win. Yep. But, I mean, it's undoubtedly the talent is there. Um, this is a situation where... The contract starts at what Josh Allen got. That's where it starts. And, you know, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I don't take anything less. Okay. Period. And the guaranteed money needs to be high, just like Josh Allen. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I agree. I feel like you shouldn't take
1: anything less than what Josh Allen had. I know Pat Mahomes got, you know, an astronomical number. That's that's different. (laughs) Yeah, got an astronomical number. And I think Aaron Rodgers is looking to even eclipse that number, but which from is a short amount of but years, short amount of years, obviously. But you know, as far as like year to year, to year money, ridiculous. Like, he's looking to get some upwards of 50 million, which is almost unheard of. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's, that's going to be an interesting note. But yeah, I feel like Lamar Jackson uh, is going to have to really, really like kind of dial in if he wants to maximize his opportunity. I think the Ravens are going to do him justice. Like you think I assume that they will. I feel like they just need to give him some help, obviously um, around the offensive line, give him some weapons on the outside, but yeah, Lamar Jackson is definitely deserving of the contract because he is uber talented. Right. Like, like, undoubtedly
0: super, super talented. And if I'm Lamar, I'm not getting on the field until I get paid. Period. There you go. I'm not even showing up to the OTAs oh, if wow. I don't get my contract. Okay. Period. You so give me my one, money before one the, I get on the field. One of those. Okay. Oh
1: yeah, I don't mind the holdout strategy. Yeah. I'm all for the holdout strategy. Get your money, man. Because what happens
0: if you get an OTAs yeah, you get, and you, get, you get, hurt? Yeah, you yeah, get yeah, nicked up. Get hurt,
1: literally, like, like nah, nah, you're going to pay yeah, me before yeah. I get on the field. Yeah, get your money. Like I am all for players getting their money because you're one injury away from losing exactly, losing it all it's, literally. And
0: I hate I, I, no, and I know I'm going to tangent here. I hate NFL. The it, franchise tag. Yeah. I hate the franchise tag. Which is because what I'm hoping Devonte no Adams. Yeah, security. Which
1: is which is why I'm hoping they don't do to Devontae Adams. But yeah, it literally gives you nothing. Yeah, it literally gives you nothing. You get one injury and boom, you're you're basically at thirty plus mil. Like, yeah You're out because, of 30 plus I a mean, mil
0: only, You're only guaranteed That year's salary And you have no security On the back end And I hate the franchise I don't know why The NFLPA approved that They should The next negotiation Should be able to take that out Yeah I mean
1: and every yeah, everybody gets tagged. Like every all the, all the best players get tagged because it's just an easy cop out. Yeah. It's an easy cop out for teams. So either pay me or let me go. Yeah, it's an easy cop out for teams to give give you a little bit of money, but also not let you go exactly. anywhere else. So that it's like they're holding you up, basically. Right. They're holding you up. So yeah, it's, it's pretty garbage. So we'll see how that goes. Hoping for the best for his contract. Combine coming up this week, man. What is one name that the people don't really
0: know about, flying under the radar that you really have your eye on in this combine? Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know if it's underrated, but Alec Lindstrom is an interior lineman, and I know it's it's not sexy. He's yeah. not a wide receiver yeah. or anything <laughs> like that. But Alec Lindstrom is one guy that I've been paying attention to, and I think his versatility along the off the line is tremendous, and I think he's going to be a day-one starter in the NFL. Nice.
1: I'll take it. Do you think that any of the quarterbacks right now um, in the draft are first-rounders?
0: Um. I think that the only two quarterbacks that should be considered in the first round Pickett. are Pickett's one. And then Malik Willis is yep. the second one. Um, I, I really don't think more than two quarterbacks should be in the first round. Not, not big on this quarterback class. But we're class. going to see more than two quarterbacks in the first round, unfortunately.
1: Not big on this quarterback class. Yeah, I mean, we'll see some moves, obviously. I know we t- touched on it last week, a, a couple of free agent quarterbacks, or not free agent quarterbacks, but quarterbacks that potentially could be on the move. Yeah. Watson, Wilson, mm-hmm. Rodgers. Like, there's some names out there floating. And we have some teams, obviously, that could use a quarterback. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to, you know, check out. I'm definitely going to be locked into the combine this week. Um, it's going to be interesting, man, with the draft creeping up, want to see who's like these Mel Kuyper's getting his big boards out, seeing a lot of linemen, defensive linemen up there. I see that, uh, Stingley is not, uh, participating. Cause I mean, doesn't doesn't need need to, to. doesn't need to. He's like that. Like he's obviously like that. So,
0: I mean, to be honest, like this draft is not as deep as maybe years past drafts. But one position that is really, really heavy in this class is is pass rusher. There's a lot of edge rushers in this class. There's also a lot of depth at linebacker uh, in this class. I mean, I, I think that when you look at the interior linemen, um, specifically, um, I think there's depth throughout the draft. When you look at the the tackles, it's a little top heavy. So the first two, maybe three rounds, you're you're going to get a tackle, um, but you know wide receivers I feel like there's there's a couple guys throughout this draft that you can get maybe in th- rounds 3 or 4 but mm-hmm. you know if you can get your guy in round 1 do it um but this this overall is not a great draft for quarterbacks um Agreed. there's not a, there's not an elite like Joey Bosa, you know Nick Bosa type of Chase Young type of pass yeah. rusher but there's a lot of guys that are going to make impact at the edge spot right like even if they're in 3-4 four, or 4-3 four, coming off the edge or stand up linebackers off the edge, they're going to be effective. Um, this is just a draft that this is not a, this is just not a great it, it's draft. Not, it's, for, not, it's not
1: one of those flashy where, yeah. where you have players just like, yo, this guy's like, must gonna wow. you. Yeah. He's he's like going to wow you. We're going to trade up 10 spots to get this guy. And, and here's it's, a perfect example, right?
0: It's a perfect example. Like we're, we're at March, you know, we're recording on, on Tuesday. It is March 1st. And, we we still don't know who's going to be number one overall pick. And if I had to guess, knowing Doug Peterson and his philosophy and what he believes in, and also because he's been in the organization for more than enough times, I would I would highly suggest Evan Neal is going to be the first overall pick in the NFL draft this year. That's the tackle out of Alabama, yep. left tackle to protect Trevor Lawrence's blind side. But we shall see. <laughs> It, yeah, the
1: draft's gonna be interesting. There's, there's not that, that just that flash. That one, yo, like, no, he, he's must see TV. Mm-hmm. Like, you gotta have him. But it, it's a lot of really solid players that can make an impact in the right position on their teams immediately. Start right.
0: Like, there's, there's a don't, no doubt. The first two tackles, like the first two left tackles off the board, are are really elite players. They're really, really good. And then you, you, you dive into the Thibodeaux. Yep. And, out of Oregon. Yeah, you, you dive into guys like that. And you know, Hamilton out of Notre Dame Notre the safety. Dame. Like you have those type of guys that are elite talents, but are they a Chase Young? No, they're not. Not, not at all. And you know, not this is all. this is a draft that if you're in the top 10, like you really have to wait, especially if you're in the back half of the top 10, like eight or nine, 10, like, and all those guys are gone then what do you do if you, you don't have a guy that's that high on you your board? You can honestly catch some teams lacking and maybe trade, trade, your,
1: pick, trade your pick back right. for more assets. and you, you could definitely do that. I wouldn't be is, surprised if we've seen a couple of trades in this that first the round. This is a
0: drive that, especially if you're a team with multiple picks in the first round, I would suggest trading one of those because you're going to get a boatload of picks for one, but the value is there in rounds two and three. Like yep. If you can get a two and a three or a three and a four or something like that, yep. along with taking their first round pick, like, I think the value is there for that pick. But this is a situation now where there are, I would say, a good amount of 8 to 10 guys that are truly, like, elite guys that are going to make a direct impact on your team. And then from 10 to 20, there are guys that are really, really good players that are going to make an impact on your team. But are they truly elite talents? And we don't know. The answer is the answer's not there yet, yeah. right? Like, we were just talking about Jermaine Johnson a couple weeks yeah. ago. He was my dog. He wasn't even going to be a first-round pick a week a, a couple weeks ago before yeah. the Senior Bowl. Now he's projected to be a top-20 pick. You see what I'm talking about? Like, <laughs> this is good, the thing. They was saying. They, like, <laughs> they was saying because he, he's a like, menace No, dog. he's good. He's really he, good. Jermaine really Johnson is really, really that's good. my dog. He's really good. <laughs> he, but, he held us down, and we were trash. Yeah. <laughs> He's and we really, trash. really good, but they have him as, like, the fifth pass yeah, rusher right. off the board. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes, and some guys have him behind Trayvon Walker, the, the uh, edge rusher out of Georgia. Like, so it, it's it's one of these things where. It's like, yeah, there, there's nobody that's really separating himself right, from right. the
1: entire class. Everybody's kind of bunched up, and he can go either way on, depending on whose depth chart you're looking at, as far as, like, their draft board and stuff like that. This is my that.
0: last point before we close the show, but. I read a tweet the other day, and it was absolutely true. They're like, the the, <laughs> the distance between pick one and pick 50 are as thin as a piece of paper. And they couldn't be more right yeah. about this because the talent differential from picks, I, I would say, one to like 35, 40, isn't that dr- drastic, right? Like, I feel like the talent is still going to be there, but the guys, truly elite guys, there just aren't that many in this class. It's, it's not a knock on the class.
1: It just means it just means everybody in the class is just fa- fairly similar as far as like yeah, talent. like the grades just, are there. Just yeah, it's just consistent talent. Yeah. But nothing like, whoa, mm. like not, not any of those. So, I mean, we're going to see how that goes. Want to say before we close, man, you know, prayers up to all those in Ukraine. A lot going on over there. Russia's wilding. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know. That's their issues. We're hoping that everything is resolved. Hopefully, everyone is safe over there. And if you have any family or friends or know anyone out there, prayers up. Keep them all in you know in your prayers and just continue to support those out there. I know it's a very ser- very serious situation yeah. going on. Escalated literally out of nowhere. Yeah. It seemed like it, everything went from zero to a hundred. So I mean. Just everyone just be mindful of those out there and just continue to you know send support and love out there when you can want to thank everyone for listening thank everyone for tuning in even though it is not february still you know black lives matter they always matter and will forever matter so continue to support those that support you um, continue to social distance when you can i know these mass mandates are being lifted Everybody, you know, thinking COVID is not here, COVID is still here, that spring weather is creeping, but don't get caught lacking and get sick, because you can and will, and continue to support us, and we appreciate all the love and support, guys.
0: Yeah, no doubt. We're uh, still keeping uh, the Ukraine in prayer. Um, We're just hoping that situation gets revolved and everybody involved will be safe. Yep. Um, guys, we appreciate all the love and support you're showing us on all the platforms. Apple Pod, Pod, no, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, <laughs> Google Play. Or a remix. Yeah. Uh, and all those streaming platforms, and we
1: appreciate all the love and support. And we will be back next week to talk post combine, guys. I'm out of here.
0: Yep. Really solid ain't no debate. No way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool breeze march with the same. Flexed up now, John Cena. Racked up more than Serena. Wife of Batty looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the word I said I would get. No mediocre, I'm feeling like Tip Sound like to me, we got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy as a swag dad. Red eye flights out to Cali Holding bags looking like a caddy Penthouse vibes, no addy. This is the wave that give them the feeling Rappers be capping, no I don't feel you Feel like the man when I walk through the building Too many scars and spiritual healing. I got a million dreams I got a million schemes We going crazy, we going crazy We got the winning team